0: the most ordinary man in the world into a star. Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life. Today we're going to ponder upon normal. Now everybody loves I just want it to be normal. You know, and here's a news flash for you. Um, nobody is. The normal is dysfunctional instead of functional. So, do you really want to be normal? <laughs> Your idea of normal and other people's ideas of normal are different. It's a perception. We tend to think, you know, what's going on in our lives is horrible and everybody else is normal. You know, look at them, they're normal. You know, I didn't have a date until I was 30, 40, 50. You know? <laughs> Well, newsflash, I know people who never had a date, ever. You know, I recently read a story about a man who never had a date. He um, was a carpenter in a town, it was a small town, and he spent 47 years being a carpenter, and he put 33 children through college. And his name was Dale and he helped them and when he passed they came together and made a group and called themselves Dale's Kids and they're accountants and lawyers and they're helping people get through college and these are the kind of things that come out of you know dysfunction it's beautiful you know he loved his life I'm sure he loved being a carpenter and he loved helping those children did he angst over the missed opportunities? No. No, I can't believe this man did. You know, I'm sure he did for a, a, probably a couple of years. But then he put it away and said, I got better things to do than cry over spilt milk. Let's just clean it up and move on. And that's the lesson there is no normal. Your idea of what normal is and my idea of what normal is are two different things. There is no normal. Everybody's different. Everybody's a Fabergé egg. Everybody's perfect. The idea is to start grasping your motivation for doing something or saying something. You know, and understanding that. And and understanding where that comes from doesn't matter to me if anyone listens to these podcasts or watches my videos or reads my books or join my Patron site or, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me. It's not going to stop me from writing about it. I love to write. It's not going to stop me from researching and analyzing. The language used in the Bible and decoding it, translating it, whatever you want to call it, so that others can understand it the way I understand it, the way I see it. I love to research. I love to analyze. I love language. It's just part of my being and always has been. I love reading. Okay, I love writing. And my joy has always been entertainment. And I studied it in all the ways you can study it. From backstage to the front of the camera. I mean I've been there on stage. I've done it all, you know, From being a model to being to the director to being the prop manager to being the star of the show, I've done it all. You know, and it's the same with the writing, you know, and researching and analyzing. And when computers came out, I just applied that same thing to to them, you know. And I came to love computers. And nobody could tell me I couldn't. And I've always loved math, you know, the beauty of math. It's beautiful. It's creative. You can do it this way to get to the same answer or you can go do it that way to get to the same answer. And when I discovered Vortex Mathematics, it was just amazing. It was wonderful. Oh my lord, cuz I love the common denominator. Get me to the root of the problem. That has been my life. I don't want to hear all your details. What's the problem? okay don't you know i don't want to hear all that what's the problem you know and then we would sherlock holmes it out and this is why i just fell in love with stephen moffat and the doctor and the way he wrote it because he was always like you know okay let's look at it analyze (laughs) theorize and, hmm, let's think about it. You know and most people just won't do that. And it's understanding there is no normal except your normal. you know and normal is whatever you think it is. You know that's comparing yourself to others is what that is. And you don't compare yourself to others. That's apples to oranges. Both are wonderful and delicious. You know, different kind of taste and juice taste and stuff. But texture, but still delicious. Delicious fruit. And so it's the same thing. Delicious, wonderful people. You know, different textures, different flavors. But they're all beautiful people. Okay, they are they all think they're good, doing good and we're all part of humanity and that's the baby you know you're blessed you're blessed God thought of you that's why you're here if he didn't think about you you'd be bye bye okay he is aware of you and now you are becoming aware of him and when you claim the aspects of God I claim it you know and you forgive others for showing you the ugly the evil eye you put on them because that's what you did you put the evil eye on them even though you were being that righteous Saul and don't worry about it everybody does it that's the journey you know but you do it you forgive them now you build now you be that carpenter now you go beat it (laughs) and it's wonderful. It really is. Life is a treat. It's precious and beautiful and you just have these moments while you're here they're the most precious things in the whole world you know and people waste, waste their time. Think about what could have been, what should have been, what you know if only I you know and this is what Emmett Fox would say, treat your because, and there's another podcast on because, if you want to go take a look, but it's really, you know, get rid of that, that's an excuse, you know, and again, devil in the details, you know, we just love spinning stories, so it's, you know, don't recognize your motivation, you know, and if it's about, you know, for example, selfies, okay, it's one thing to take your picture or have someone take your picture while you're at, you know, a monument or it's a special moment and kissing each other and, you know, that kind of thing and because this is, a once-in-a-lifetime moment, Let, let's take a picture, let's have someone else take a picture of us. That's one thing. You know, you, you got your kids at the zoo and you're taking pictures with them and, you know, selfies with the kids. And that, that motivation is to have cherished memories and moments to remember. Because they're never going to be that age again. They're never going to be that person again okay, that you only have this moment, and I remember when I I pointed this out to my husband many minutes ago, living objectively, and uh, our son had just started playing baseball, and he was just super serious about it, he just loved his baseball, from the time he was two years old, you know, I want to play that, I want to play that, I want to play that, okay, (laughs) and he meant business, I got him that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle green and yellow glove, and he he, you know, didn't want anything to do with it. It didn't look like the real glove. He wanted the real glove, you know. And then the kids in the neighborhood we lived in a cul-de-sac invited him to come out and play baseball, and he grabbed that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle glove, cause that was the only glove he had. And bless you know their hearts little boy next door who had invited him out you know gave him his glove told him to put that glove up it's one of the reasons i love the movie the sandlot kind of lives that a little bit you know and those kids stole my heart for inviting my son out to play because he was only three you know and they had been watching him for a year just drooling at him you know i, I want to play and they let him and they helped him and it was my son's first baseball practice on a real team and it was at the local elementary in the neighborhood we lived in and my husband came home he's an iron worker Hi, honey, all great we've got baseball practice in an hour you know and he started moaning groaning about it and i was cooking dinner and i just you know, banged the spoon down, turned off the oven, uh, turned off the stove. And he goes, what are you doing? I was like, he has to be at baseball practice in 15 minutes. You obviously are not going to take him. I'm going to take him. He can ride his bike down there. He did not need us there. No, he needs a parent there knowing we love watching him have fun and be happy. You know, this boy's done nothing but talk about baseball. No, I don't think so. You can go or I can go. If you go, I'll finish cooking dinner and when y'all get home, it'll be ready. And if I go, it won't. It'll be late. So up to you. One of us is going. And he's oh, right, You know, and he was real he did not want to do it, but he did. So he takes our son down there And he meets the coaches, you know, and my son's having such a good time. And they invited my husband to help them. And by the end of the practice, he was Coach Mike, you know. And he put down the beers and started being Coach Mike, the baseball coach for little kids. And teaching them how to play baseball. It was a win-win for all, you know. So you just never know you know what's normal I would have told you then it's not normal you know for people to not understand that this is the only day you have with them being this age looking at life this way right now you know it's gone by the time the day ends they're a new person tomorrow Every day's a new day you've learned something, you've experienced it you've added it to your Batman belt and now you're new you know and and you're learning and growing and, and it's beautiful you just want to cherish each little moment and that's life you know that's a normal life that's what normal is cherishing each individual moment and no one will argue with you when they say why are you always so happy I'm blessed to be alive I'm happy to be alive otherwise I'd be dead right (laughs) everybody laughs you know and it's all good so normal that's a state of mind everything is a state of mind you know that's what a state of consciousness is a state of mind and you need confidence, walk with confidence, you're self-assured, and you claim, you, that's mine, thank you very much, you know, and uh, it reminds me of a story that Neville Goddard told of a man who had imagined having some best-selling book that was sold out at his uh, local bookstore, and he imagined, you know, paying for it there and he had it. Apparently this book was really hard to get so he goes into his bookstore and asks for it and they tell him, sorry, unfortunately you know, we don't have that and in his mind he was like, excuse me, I don't think so I heard, I heard, thank you for buying that book, you know And right then, the boy was like, Sir, sir, you know, come here. He's calling the manager who was talking to him. And he comes over, and then the manager runs up to him and says, Sir, we just found, you know, 20 of them behind this box. Would you like one? He's like, yeah. You know, and he buys it, and he leaves. He just, you know, excuse me? That's what he was like. He was so self-assured and confident that they would have this book you know that you know no I don't accept that you said that now a lot of people will say you know no I forgive you for showing me you don't have it (laughs) it's okay and boom there it is you know it's your way pick your way of doing it that one really stuck with me because I tend to go the forgiveness route. and But there are times when I have put my foot down in that way. You know. And yeah. They found it. You're darn right. You found it. Because I knew. You know. I don't think so. Go look again. You know. No. I don't think so. I'm not going on without it. You know. And you can tell my husband why I'm not there. You know. I, I've done that. And it's they cough it up. (laughs) At the time, I didn't know what was going on. But I do now. You know, you make up stories. Then you forgive them. You forgive them. You know, they're just people. It's just fruit. Just because you like oranges more than apples doesn't mean apples need to be destroyed off the face of the earth doesn't mean you have to enslave them and jail them and beat them and tell them they're going to keep getting beaten until they become an orange. They're never going to be an orange. They're an apple. Accept it. You know, I accept it. I accept I did this. And I accept I'm changing this. And I accept that life is sweet. This is all God. God is good. God is great. Always. So it's about looking at your motivation. Are you coming from a place of vanity? You you know, do you think you need other people to validate your existence and whether you're good? You know, you don't need their judgment. I don't think so. You're the child of God. You need to remind yourself of that. I'm the child of God. You know, this is my kingdom. This is my world. That's what they call Jesus. King of kings, right? That's you. You're Jesus. And it takes a while. I know it does. But using that ultimate mental diet gets you through it. And you come to recognize, as within, so without. God is within. He is inside you he is in your heart you just have to match him okay and you you match him by using that ultimate mental diet and changing your motivation and you're you're no longer seeking others approval for your existence you don't have to monetize it to be loved and appreciated Okay, you love and appreciate yourself. It doesn't, it's your perception. You're just sharing it. If it helps others, that's just icing on the cake, man. You know, and the more it helps others, the better. You know, you share, but you serve by raising them up in your imagination and the stories that you tell yourself. That's serving others. And you get rewarded in some wonderful way. You want to be the wonderful housewife? Be the wonderful housewife. You'll still get showered with God's riches in some way. You know. And you don't need your husband to provide for you. God provides for you. He made that man for you. He made that woman for you. And they share. were a team. We're a team. We're always a team, you know. And you are no less than they, and they are no more than you because they bring the money out. No, that's objective thinking. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So it's really about sitting down and looking at the motivations of, you know, that age-old question that, you know, tree of knowledge. Why? <laughs> that question little children ask and won't stop asking. You know, why? 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 That's being a little child. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I afraid of that? Why did this happen? You know, why? You know, and you get the answers. You can also, you know, use that. Why is it I get so much money all the time? It's so wonderful, you know. That's flipping that old, you know, why is it crap happens to me all the time? (laughs) Why is it that wonderful things are always coming into my life? Why is it that opportunity knocks on my door all the time? You know, why? Why, why, why? So, you know, think about it. And start asking yourself, why? Hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being here.